the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a hump day. It is the first day of March. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, we, we, we heard from Lowe's. We heard from Kohl's. Uh, it was not good. We, we've got another housing update. It was even worse. Uh, and then personal bankruptcy filings. You know, we talked about it just the other day. About, hey, at the end of 2022, uh, it was obviously from a low pace, was up 20%. That low place, that low pace, blown out of the water, the second highest ever personal bankruptcy filings in January, only eclipsed by 2009. So think about it, the financial crisis of 08, Right, comes crashing down on everybody, the second highest since then. Jason, this has been, today was one of those days where the disinflation talk from Jay Powell for the first time probably made sense because it was, it, it was that bad. I mean, Kohl's was absolutely atrocious they were supposed to make like a dollar a share uh lost almost three dollars a share lows the same thing they they their their sales figures way down and and then the consumer we've been talking about uh the consumer getting hammered and and we're starting to see it and i have i I know i've been saying it but i'm going to keep repeating it houses in big big trouble get ready Get yourself protected. All the things that we've been telling you are coming. They're happening right in front of our face. And the horrible stagflation that Jason and I keep talking about reared its head with the manufacturing data today where the manufacturers are like, listen, everything's slowing down. The problem is everything keeps costing more. Jason, it's like a perfect storm. You know, the, uh, I don't know how many months now you've been put, putting these numbers out. You know, they're, they're nearly the worst number or the worst number or you know, when it comes to gold, the most buying ever by central banks and countries. I mean, you hear these these big numbers that are compared to other numbers like, OK, this is this is blood in the streets kind of numbers. And but the news cycle just kind of, you know, just kind of kicks along like everything's all right. And, and Joe, I think that's kind of the point is. While the while the uh, the Fed is spinning whatever story they're spinning and not exactly fighting inflation all the way, they don't want to have all this bad news out there because it's going to be bad. But it's it's like they don't want it to be bad until they decide it's going to be bad. So right now they're just kind of hiding it. They're just painting a rosy picture because, I mean, let's face it, Joe. Joe, these numbers are are like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You've been saying it over and over again. I remember those years. People were panicking. People were getting really freaked out. And I'm, I'm I'm telling you, obviously, hey, it's only one day. It's only one day. There's no doubt about it. Uh, these were significantly 
much worse than expected. And the problem was uh, with that bad data and then the uh, manufacturing numbers coming in, which was saying, again, just like I said, uh, slowing orders, weaker production, prices Reaccelerating. These these were their words, right? Uh, I mean, this is exactly uh, what we worry about when we talk about what's coming next. And, and again, this just signifies why it is all of these central banks continue to be stockpiling gold uh, because none of this. There is no happy end. I wish there was. I want there to be. I'm not an a hole, right? I want everyone to do well. But here's the reality. you got to prepare for what is actually going to happen. That's the, that's the bottom line. Listen, Jay Powell can wish and hope and pretend, right? J- Janet Yellen can wish and hope and pretend, but the realities are the realities. They didn't fix it in 08. They lied to our faces. They, punched, they, they passed a bunch of reg- regulations and a bunch of laws that put us, the depositors, on the hook. And guess what? They did that. You think they did that because they didn't think they were going to have to use it? Really? You think that's what they did it for? Why in the world would they say, you know what? The next crisis, you can't get out of your money market account. Your next crisis, you can't go to your 401k administrator and say, I want to go to the sidelines. You're not going to be able to call, uh, to call my son, hey, Joey, Joey, let's get to the sidelines. Right? You're not going to be able to go into your Schwab account and go to the sidelines. Those are the rules. It wasn't a law. You're not going to find it in Dodd-Frank. No, those were the rules changed by the SEC. Whenever they deem it an emergency, no more selling. See, that's what did them in, right? Like any, listen, this, how do you know it's a Ponzi scheme? That's how you know. Right there, that's how you know. How did Bernie Madoff get caught? Well, the financial crisis hit, and everyone called them, Bernie, I want out. Sell, sell, sell. And guess what? We found out it was a Ponzi scheme. What do you think happened? What do you really think happened? Did you forget all the money market accounts were breaking the buck, right? With friends? They're insolvent. Did you forget that they had to bail out all the banks because they were insolvent? Do you think it's not happening again? I mean, how many more times do we have to see them burst these bubbles? And every time, it's always worse than the previous time. I'm going to give you the number. It's up to you to call it. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, we're going to be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News, our allamericangold.com. The Dow is down again today. Get ready. Hey, I told you yesterday, get ready. Get ready to hear that a lot. Uh, Right now, down 150 points. The S&P is down 30. The NASDAQ is down 100. Gold's up 10. 
1846. Silver's up six cents. Uh, just over $21 to the ounce of this market recap. Brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. You know, you, you sit there and you think about all the stuff that's happening in the marketplace. Hey, how about having some of it? How about having some of your hard-earned money where you don't have to worry about what your monthly statement's going to look like? Not going to have to worry, right? Man, I, I don't want to open my 401k statement. You'll know exactly what it's going to look like. Uh, where you can turn monthly income on, you can turn it off, you can compound it. You can do whatever you choose to do, and if you decide you need to get out, there's never a loss of principal. We, as you know, got to have at least 50000 You can use an existing IRA. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888 888- why refi 24 uh and jason it looks like here gold really has gained momentum you, you think about earlier in the week on monday we we're down near 1800 uh now we're talking 1850 and, and really it was a a a day of bad reports uh the manufacturers as we talked about the jason really alarming words some of the words that they used huge jump in prices paid this is coming from the manufacturers new orders continue to be under pressure for the sixth straight month that's not how it's supposed to work orders go down prices are supposed to go down it's not happening of course we told you that wasn't going to happen uh, then we got news out of housing, and man, you know, Jason, they had that glimmer of hope, didn't they? They had that glimmer of hope, right? Uh, we, we had interest rates come down with all that nonsense from Jay Powell. Housing had like a two-week little spike up. That spike up is gone and way gone. Uh, they said demand for mortgages. The lowest levels in 28 years. I don't even know how that's possible. How, how can you go below the, the housing crash and the financial crisis? We just did it. Uh, applications to buy a home fell another 6% in a week. Listen, this is going to put housing at below $4 million. I mean, heck, we may get to $3 million. Uh, remember, I told you, hey, don't be shocked if we see housing down 50%. Mortgages. We're at 44%. So this is a new cycle low. Uh, it gets worse. Uh, rates continue to rise. Uh, refinancing. Uh, has, not that there was a lot of refinancing to go on, but refinancing down 75% year over year, uh, but the uh, the other side of it, the other big problem, once again, cancellations are skyrocketing again, Jason. So uh, I think housing's got a long way to go. Uh, 10% is not going to get it done. 20% is not going to get it done. You're, we're we're going to need 30, 40, maybe 50% cuts just to get the, to, to get the, the payment to stay the same. That's the big problem, Jason. 
<clears throat> That's correct. And, uh, you know, I think for all, uh, where the house, the housing prices might go, because you will see the housing prices go down. Uh, but I, I think, you know, early 2021, Joe, late 2020, those, before the prices really started just heating up, you know, really going parabolic, it did that in 2020 also. But I think uh, whatever your house is worth uh, now, for, you know, go back to what it was worth in uh, the beginning of 2021. That's, that's, yeah, that's, and, and I think you're being kind. I, I think we're going to see 2019. <laughs> well, that's what I think. The reason I, 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 think that's the reason I say that, see. Joe, is because it just costs so doggone much to build a house. Doesn't matter and what it costs to build. You got to move. Someone's got to buy your house. That's right. right? That's the problem. That's right. Someone's got to buy your house. Now, a home builder, listen, I think home builders, you know, remember I told you I, I did a little tour about a month ago and they were trying not to lay people off. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see how they can do it. it. And the problem, it's not about the new houses. It's about these existing ones. You know, the, the people I feel bad for is the ones I have to move. I have to move. It's going to be interesting to see what they, what they sell it. We don't know yet. It's going to be, uh, again, uh, going to be very, very interesting, but the data basically says, hey, no one's buying. I mean, when you're talking about the lowest in 28 years, and you're like, okay, well, in 28 years, we got like 50, 60 million more people in the country than we did 28 years ago. I mean, uh, it, it really is kind of shocking. Uh, and then the other data point that came out, bankruptcies. And I'll tell you this, I was caught off guard. You know, when we brought up that story yesterday, you know, and I even said, hey, listen, it was so low. Right. Yeah. Obviously, during COVID, everyone was getting checks. Everyone was paying their bills. And then towards the end of 2022, we saw that surge. Uh, and then what happened in January uh, just kind of blew everything out of the water. Uh, this is the highest level. Uh, actually, I, I, 2010 in, 20, in 2009. So uh, higher than tw- 2008. Higher than 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, right? Uh, the only two numbers in January that were higher, 2010, which we were right there. We, we almost took out 2010. And then, of course, 2009. Uh, this is not a good start. This is going to be interesting if this can, if this pace continues. There's going to be banks that are going to have problems. Without a doubt, you cannot have uh, this levels of charge-offs. I, I think we're going to see when the banks come out with earnings in the first quarter. Jason, why do I think we're going to see huge increases in loan loss reserves? You know, it's interesting when you, you, you know, anytime you do the historical timeline of the, some of these numbers, uh, you know, we did have a market crash in 2020 that people don't t- tend to talk about it very much when coronavirus hit, and that was what it was blamed on. But if you look at it, you know, the markets were crashing in 2007, 2008, into 2009, and now you're talking about those big bankruptcy numbers in 2009, 2010. That's, we're kind of on that same time frame, Joe, except for the printing, I think, started much sooner this time, didn't it? 2020 is when yeah. they, they immediately started printing the money this time. And, and, and now on the business side, 39 Large companies filed for bankruptcy in January. That is the fastest pace since 09. So that, that's the 09 number. This is on companies here. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you need to be at least, I want to say 50 million, I think's the number. Don't quote me on that. 
represents the fastest pace of companies filing for bankruptcy since the immediate af- aftermath of the global financial crisis. Uh, and again, this this is this is another big problem for banks, right? Wait a minute, the the, the consumer is starting to hemorrhage. Right, we know about credit card delinquencies. We know about auto loan delinquencies. Right now, personal bankruptcies. Uh, now, all of a sudden, wait a minute, these businesses are starting to hemorrhage. And of course, yesterday, Jason, I told you some of these businesses are just going to go under because they they can't refi their debt. You know, you throw that on there. This could be a pace that really starts to to quicken here. Uh, and, and the problem is, even despite all of that bad data. Manufacturers are saying prices reaccelerating. I think the inflation is is the big difference between 2008 and 2009 and, and, and today what's going on. And, of course, the debt is way higher. So, Joe, we, we pound this, these messages day after day, but that's that's just the facts of what it is. It's going to accelerate. I, 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 uh, I thought we'd have a cooling of, of inflation. We still might have a cooling of inflation, but from what we're, we're looking at, it looks like the cooling was – uh, the the so-called disinflation late last yeah. year, <laughs> and now it looks we're gonna, like listen. You're not wrong. We're, we are going to get a cooling. It's going to be a freeze, but it won't happen until we're in the throes of a major uh, recession. And again, I, I said it in the first segment. Every crisis, really, go, since we've left the gold standard since 1971. Right. Remember, uh, the implosion in 87, right? This was, you know, the Japanese were buying every building in New York and LA and take it over. And of course, look at, look at their stock market. It's still not back, not even close to what it was in 87, right? Then, then we had, uh, the tech bubble, right? And, 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 Remember at one point, God, I was saying to people before I got, this is before I came to Patriot. Uh, I was saying to people, man, the NASDAQ may replace the Dow. Of course, I didn't really understand how it worked. That could never happen. They, they'll put the big NASDAQ stocks into the Dow to make sure that couldn't happen. But, you know, remember, anything.com was, was, was through, it was almost like, it was almost like Bitcoin, right? You know, anything, everything's great and wonderful and then it blows up. And then the financial crisis hits, and we know how bad that was. Now we're getting ready for the next one. Listen, I would love it if it was some baby garden variety, you know, recession. That's not how it works. And you got to remember, think about how big we blew this thing. And, and just, just for a minute, I want you to think about this. The debt was about, I don't know, five, six trillion well let's call it seven or eight trillion i guess by the time it finally blew up completely the fed's balance sheet wasn't even a trillion dollars no one had really ever heard of reverse repo auctions and no one even uttered the words quantitative easing before right uh the fed uh, we found out 12 years later that they were doing $29 trillion of behind-the-scenes bailouts and all this other nonsense. Well, how big's the bubble gotten now? Right? We don't even know what our debt is. We're, we're at the debt ceiling, so we don't know. it. Let's call it $32 trillion. Right? The Fed's balance sheet's got 
trillion dollars on it. Uh, reverse repos still happen to this day. I, I, I stopped looking. They, they just stop reporting it. They don't care. It's so much bigger. So, of course, it's going to be worse. And the realities are this time around, they're going to make sure you're holding the bag. It, it's just that simple. That's, that's how this is going to work. This is why I tell you, get your money out of the damn bank before it blows up because you're not going to have it if you don't. Today's the last day. $20 gold. We've been running on special most of the week. Today is it. $2,035, 10 or more. Two thousand and twenty-five dollars. Uh, we have fifty-two twenty-dollar gold pieces available. It is first come, first serve. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and Jason, this is this is something here where boy, retail looks really bad. I I, I haven't seen. A real good retail number. Target came out yesterday. They were lousy as well. Yeah, you, we're going to see more of that. You know, I, uh, I was going to say, and we're going to hit the break here, but why don't they just, uh, the, I know I have a suggestion for the Fed. Why don't they just march out uh, Ben Bernanke for their next meeting? Let him talk about what's going on. I mean, let him explain this, right? Yes, well, it's just so quiet lately. It's, it's a little frothy. <laughs> He won his Nobel Prize last year, and now we don't hear anything from him. You know, He's, he's the economics yeah. expert. Why don't they just march him back out there and, ex- and explain all this? Can, can we call Nobel and say, hey, we need a retraction of the Peace Prize? <laughs> 800-951-0592. Today is buying day. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Got gold bumping up here at eighteen fifty. We got twenty dollar gold on sale at two thousand thirty five one through nine. Ten or more two thousand twenty five. Uh, that's not even what's that one hundred seventy five dollars over spot. That's that's ridiculous type price. But we love it. Take advantage of it. Uh, we only had 52 available. I've got two lines still open, so get in, take advantage of it. Uh, we, we're starting to finally see some of the data that we were expecting to see, which is a big slowdown in consumer spending, which, you know, again, today, it was, yesterday it was Target. Today it was Lowe's and Kohl's. So we heard from Walmart and Home Depot. I mean, all the, all the big hitters have come in saying, not good. Uh, Kohl's especially brutal. Uh, I think we're going to start seeing, uh, layoffs now in retail. Uh, which has been one of the, you know, really retail and bars and restaurants have been where the majority of, of the hiring has been. Housing, I don't know how else the category is housing. This was a, a big, big drop. When you, when you're talking about 6% in a week, that is dramatic. Uh, you know, really, 2 or 3% is huge week to week. 6%, uh, and, and then again, what the manufacturers were saying, inflation absolutely reaccelerating. Uh, and Jason, this is this is that dangerous cocktail. There is no good solution here. 
And the realities are, they knew they didn't fix it in 08. They didn't, they didn't want to fix it. They just wanted to buy time. Yeah, Joe, I, uh, I mentioned Ben Bernanke, uh, coming in, uh, into the break and these guys are nuts. I, you know, do they, how do they even sleep with themselves? I, Ben Bernanke, nine, look at nine months ago, the guy was saying that the, the economy is strong. Inflation will ebb and it'll go away. Uh, the, the Fed's balance sheet is good. Uh, he, he said, uh, there will not be a recession. It, 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 there might be a stall of the economy, but there will be no recession. He was saying this nine months ago, Joe. <laughs> he wins the Nobel Prize. And I, and it just, it's, he's gotta be lying. I mean, he's, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, uh, that dumb. How do I say that? I just, I don't think he's a really super smart guy, but he's, he's playing a part. These guys are, as far as I'm concerned, they might, they probably came from Hollywood. They're actors. There's no way. They knew this stuff. They know this stuff's coming, coming down. They're making these decisions. Now, Joe, I don't know about you because it's always, are they dumb or are they just corrupt? And I, th I think it's more of the, hey, they, they have marching orders. They're told what to do. Maybe they are dumb. They just, uh, the guys who tell them. Dumb's how to not what the right word. Make. Corrupt is the right word. That's the right word. Because, yeah. uh, you know, for them to sit there with a straight face and tell you, I mean, uh, it, it could be arrogance, corrupt yeah, maybe. and arrogant. Listen, they're very smart people. Listen, Ben Bernanke is so much smarter than me. But as all of you know, how many of you know really smart people? I just happen to have uh, a brother that is extremely intelligent. I have a, both of my sons are intelligent, but I have one that is extremely intelligent. The one thing about extremely intelligent people, at least in my perspective, they don't have common sense, right? And they just don't see what is so obvious. Look at Ben Bernanke during the housing crisis. I mean, the whole thing was getting ready to melt down. And what was, oh, it's just a little froth and everything's contained and it's a subprime problem. Look at Jay, I'm sure Jay Powell is super smart. I'm sure of it. Inflation is transitory, and oh, we're going to have disinflation, right? I mean, he continues to make gaff after gaff after gaff. You're like, how can it be? But you know what, Jason? Sometimes these real smart people they miss what's right in front of their face. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's um, that's pretty pretty logical. You know, I uh, yeah, what was the uh, the old uh, uh, saying? It's it's not what you don't know that'll hurt you. It's what you know for sure that ain't so that'll hurt you, right? It's you know, it's, you, you're so smart that you know what it is. But if if what you're con you're convinced is 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 the correct way of understanding something is and it's wrong, then you're just a fool, right, Joe? And and uh, you can be just like you say, you can be as, as smart as a whip. But uh, if you don't know how to use that whip, you're uh, it's it's for naught. And I, I, that's what the Fed governors are, Joe. I think they're. They're, they're sharp tools in the toolbox, but they're never, uh, they're never really used to cut anything at all. They, they're just a useless tool, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, how about this? This is, I think, maybe one of the most powerful things I, I've seen lately. Uh, Grant Cardone, he's a billionaire, uh, Cardone Capital. You don't need to know a lot about it, but he's a guy that I think probably listens to this show uh, because he was talking uh, years ago about, hey, you're going to own nothing and like it, right? So, so, that, so you can understand where he's coming from. He just came out 
uh, with another bold, I guess, I don't even know if I want to call it a prediction. I, I'm, I'm just going to say the guy is, is stating fact. He says, you know, that America is going to be a nation of renters, that the Federal Reserve has forced the general public out of the housing market, it is back with more calculated claims upon further investigation, feels like more uncomfortable truth than the attention-grabbing headlines. In other words, what he's saying is, hey, don't believe anything these guys are telling you. Uh, and he goes on to say, there's a new middle class in America. Single digit millionaires are now going to be the new middle class. He, he's, his comments, you are not rich. You're a single digit millionaire. You're worried. This is a basic math problem and bucks the stereotypical notion that a cool million will leave you set for life. He explains that a 30-year-old with a million dollars would be broke before he turned 51. And, of course, that's only if they spent $4,000 a month. You'd be dead broke in 21 years. If you're a single-digit millionaire, you are not wealthy. Jason, you are worried. And, and this is really... Uh, when you think about it, this is what we've, what we've become. Anybody out there, look at what I'm saying about housing. I'm saying housing has to do what I'm saying it has to do. Otherwise, 90% of Americans won't be able to afford to buy a home. Yeah, I was watching some of Grant Cardone's stuff a couple of months ago. He's, he's pretty smart. He gets, uh, he gets a lot of, uh, criticisms for some of the stuff he says, but I, I agree with that, uh, that idea. You know, I, Joe and I disagree on how, how much the housing prices will go down, but here's the thing, Joe. I completely agree with Grant Cardone's understanding of housing. That, he's exactly right. It's, it's a nation of renters is being born right now. 800 $20 gold, 2035 10 or more, 2025 We'll be right back. I don't want to say depression. I don't want to say it. But I think that's what we're going to get. You know, there's no... Just think about this. A few weeks ago, they were still trying to convince you that we were going to have a soft landing. Heck, they convinced me that somehow, well, inflation really did come down. Right? They, you know, and again, you only can go with the data that's been given to you. Heck, I didn't get gas today. It was 379. When did gas get back to 379? This is a big, big problem. Cardone says depression. Musk and Be uh, Bezos, they say recession. I think that, w that would be kind. I think we'd be lucky. The bankruptcy numbers this morning were alarming, especially when you talk about big companies. 
that many of them. That's a lot of dollars. It's a lot of dollars. Then you start looking at other things. Let's look at credit. When you start looking at loan demand, because that really is growth, isn't it? Because that's how this country works. Growth is by debt. Loan demand. There's only been two times this millennial that it's been slower. When the economy shut down in 2020, okay, which obviously, right, okay, for like three months, no one did anything. And then 2008, Jason, isn't that funny? We got the same thing. You know, the bankruptcy filings, obviously, back to to 09. But we're starting to see that the loan demand, this this is what is going to tell us what is future growth going to look like. And it, it's falling off a cliff. Uh, one of the forecasts now for bank write-offs is saying that banks aren't even halfway to where they're going to need to be as far as forecasting the delinquencies in 2023. So the, these are not good signs. Expected delinquencies across the board. There wasn't a single category that the senior, these are senior loan officers across the banking industry. There wasn't a single category, Jason, where they didn't expect delinquencies to rise. And a lot of these categories rise significantly. Yeah, you know, the, the quantitative easing after the, the housing crash, uh, a lot of that money really just got absorbed into places that needed the money, like you know, banks and big businesses. And the money didn't really go anywhere. Whereas during the uh, the coronavirus emergency, the the money went to everybody, and then the money was still sloshing and moving around. I mean, they they printed all that money, you know, twenty nine trillion, from what we understand, Joe. And that money was still sloshing around as as we had the the so called Obama year recovery, which was just sideways. And for the first time, if you look at the M2 money supply, if you look at the, the line on the graph, it's actually going down. So they are tightening. You know, there's, yep. there's an actual they tightening. Are. Yep. This is the first time in my life, in your life, Joe, that they actually contracted the money supply. So depression looks very likely because they have to stop the inflation. This is what they didn't have in 2008, 2009, 2010. They didn't have the higher inflation. They had, they had their forced inflation of 2%, but they didn't have this higher inflation so this depression that Joe's talking about, it, it kind of is baked into the cake, Joe. You, you, you have to get control of it. Like I said, a central bank has, you know, if you're going to give uh, some private guys control over your money supply, and that's what, that's one of their things. They can do interest rates. They can print money. they got to control the inflation. And if they don't get a hold of the inflation, Joe, and if this inflation is as severe as it looks like it could be, uh, they will send this country uh, and the world into a depression just just to save their own system. That's that's what's looking like is going to happen. It, 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 listen, all these things. It's an it's so obvious. It really is. And uh, unfortunately, this is this is the uh, economy we've been given. We don't control it, right? We we didn't vote in the central bank. We didn't have a say in going off the gold standard in 1971. We don't have a say, really, in, in interest rates or anything else that they do. But 
you know, where, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? All, all of these things. It, it is very obvious. This is not, uh, and I'm sorry. There is, you know, what, what were they called? The soft landing. That was so much nonsense. They, they've known it's not possible. It's never been done. Look at today, the 10 year note crested 4%. Right, so three, right, right, right. It got to uh, four, four point oh six or something like that. Right now, it's at uh, right at four percent, which is in historical terms nothing. Matter of fact, historically, you throw out the last twenty three years, four percent is an extremely low Fed's funds rate. Extremely matter of fact, you throw out the last twenty three years and anybody you said to anybody, Hey, the Fed funds rates at four percent, you know what their answer would be? Oh, the Fed is being accommodative. Right? And the Fed is oh no, we're we're they're 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 not being accommodative, right? That that's their goal. We got a long, long, long way to go. The two the two year note, you got a two year note at five percent. These things, uh, it, it all builds on top of each other. And, and again, the higher these rates go, the worse the problem gets. It's just math. It's nothing, you know, Cardone has it right, right, Jason? Hey, it's just math. Just math. Yeah, it's, you know, you can spin the story however you want, which is what's going on. I think the way we don't have people panicking is the story on your little phone, your handheld device, your TV. It, it's telling you it's not as bad as it is, but that story will change soon, Joe. 800 951 I hope you take advantage because this is a, I mean, you're talking, what, 60 70 $80 less than what it should be right now. Buy those 20s. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up a Wednesday here. Uh, the, the, a really heavy, heavy dose of some real tough data points out this morning, uh, ranging from, uh, business and personal bankruptcies to more problems in the retail sector, uh, to rapid running inflation in, in the manufacturing sector. And really, and only thing you can describe it really a collapse in housing demand, Jason. I mean, that's really all you can categorize it as. Yeah, I, I, I have no, uh, I definitely don't disagree with you. Housing demand, that's, that's going to go crashing down. Uh, the housing markets are going to be a very difficult place to be in if you need to buy or sell. Uh, I just, Joe, I just don't know with this inflation. I, I've never lived through one of these things. And I don't know how severe it is. I just don't know if prices can go down. That's, that's the thing I'm wondering. Do we get a, in this depressive state, if we get a depression, do we get into a place where, the prices of everything just stay high and nobody just can buy them. So people are just basically kicked to the curb. I mean, is, are we looking at something like that where you just physically can't get lower prices and people are just losing their assets hand over fist and that whole you will own nothing and be happy? What will the government do with these people? Well, they're just going to try to give them more money. Quantitative easing happening 
at the at the same time that they're they're raising rates and trying to stop inflation? I, are we going to end up with that? You know, it's a great question. It, it's something where I don't think any of us know the the realities are, uh, like uh, like Cardone was saying. Nobody can afford to buy a home, and and again, I mean, you're looking, you look at these payments. And this is after putting 20% down. You know, we, we went so long with with mortgage rates between 3 and 4%. I mean, we went almost 15 years. And now, you know, we, we talked about it yesterday, the shock when you go to buy a, that, that next car and how much more expensive the payment is. The shock of uh, my credit card debt. Well, I, my credit card debt hasn't gotten any worse, but yet my minimum payment has, has almost doubled, right? And, and now housing, this the same thing. And so not only do you have it to have an obscene amount of money, you know, think about this. Uh, you know, the, the an average house, I mean, you need like 80000 really throwing closing costs and everything else. You need almost hundred grand. Just to get the, 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 you know, no PMI. And I'm like, I bought a house in, in 2000 for 135,000. Yeah, that 20% down is, is completely unaffordable. I mean, uh, the, the whole school loan thing is going on, right? With the Supreme Court, you know, how we need to give loan forgiveness law. Well, if they need loan forgiveness, how do they come up with the 100 grand to buy, to buy the $500,000 house, Joe? <laughs> it's not well, and, and that's the big problem. And, and a lot of it, is that I get it, right? The bank of mom and dad. And, and why do I have a bad feeling that it's going to work out very poorly for a lot of the moms and dads that were out there, uh, trying to help their kids out? Uh, and, and, and why I just have this sinking feeling people don't understand they're going to need a lot more money in retirement than they ever thought possible. 800-951-0592. Final day. U.S. $20 gold. One through nine, 2035. Ten or more, 2025. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.